0: So ah. Okay, that's the energy right there. There you go.
1: 1980s now.
0: Hey, welcome back to another episode. It started as a goof, but it's taking over. <laughs> Of 1980s Now, a weekly examination of the importance of 1980s pop culture and its influence today. I had to actually read because I really was lost. Hey, my name is Will, and joining me as always are my friends and co-hosts, Kat and John. Hey, guys. Hi, guys. Hello. <laughs> hey, Ant, uh, oh, okay, you know I realize I forgot this last week too, John. Don't forget, uh, in addition to his uh, work here, Uh, Which is solid, by the way. You know, it's a solid, at least B, B plus. Solid, solid. He does his best work, though, over at his own channel. Saving the good stuff for over there. Uh, Gen X Grown Up, where he's got a podcast. You could look up on all those different places. And I'm very excited about this. He has his own YouTube channel, which has been Mm -hmm. been successful for some time now. But you've got a number of products that I know you're reviewing that are available Mm -hmm. videos now that I'm interested in, in finding out whether I should purchase or not. Well, right. Is there something you could let us know or do we just, should we just head over to GenX
2: Group? Mm. Uh, no, I can absolutely tease a little bit. I mean, there's yeah. a lot of mm. stuff that's out just recently. So over the last few months, I've been working very closely with publisher My Arcade, who... Mm-hmm. at CES showed off a bunch of their new tabletop and handheld arcade toys. Mm-hmm. And in the course of working with them, I was able to get them before release. And I'm working right now on a raft of videos for a half dozen wow. or so of them <laughs> right at the, at the order date. Right. So the, uh, at this time you could order them right now on Amazon or wherever, but yeah. as I record this, I'm recording them because I have them ahead of time. Yeah, and it's a great opportunity to, to review them. I mean, people already seem to enjoy my reviews, but now I have a chance to do them as the first person on the planet to have them which is like <laughs> wow so yeah. I'm having wow. a lot of fun with them there's some cool little toys they've done some neat stuff and uh, I, I hope you enjoy it I, there's some stuff that you're going to want Will I, yeah. I think so there's there's some stuff you're going to want Kat actually yeah, I yeah. Think. yeah. Oh, yeah.
3: okay. Mm-hmm. Should I uh, start making my Christmas list here?
1: Oh, <laughs>
0: you should. You, you should. should. Yeah. <laughs> oh, all right.
3: <laughs> oh, 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 Santa John. <laughs> yeah,
0: I, I do remember some of the stuff that's, yeah. that the, uh, my arcade announced. And yeah, just from some of the images alone, I was like, oh, it's just, I hope this is going to be good because I want to get my mm-hmm. hands on it
2: you yep. have a nice
0: way of presenting things in a way that just triggers those
3: feels. Mm-hmm.
0: For oh, just the what I need.
3: I need my feels yeah. triggered. That's great. Yeah, that's just what I need tonight.
2: My arcade. They'll trigger your feels. <laughs> There's a marketing campaign huh. for you.
0: <laughs> you sold, you just
2: sold something. Yep. Oh, great, no?
0: All right, cool. Yeah, Gen X Grown Up, uh, that's the YouTube channel. It's also the podcast Yeah, as well. Hey. Thanks for that, Will. Yeah, no, hey, I'm excited about it. Hey, before, uh, it's rather later or now or in a few minutes. <laughs> hey, on today's show, we're going to be discussing the AI that was poised to kill us or not, maybe not, in some instances in the 1980s. And we're also going to check in with experts uh, as to what our current AI threat level is. Oh, uh-huh. because you know all these level these right. things were teased certainly yeah. the beginning before even the 1980s. But the 1980s had a real concentration
2: mm-hmm.
0: of you know he, 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 what
2: uh, genocidal robots. <laughs> yes. uh, and, uh, Definitely. Well, really, any sidle robots. We had robots si- that oh. were to kill any group. Yes. <laughs> Just pick a sidle. Yeah, Homicidal <laughs> robots. Yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. Like World ending. Patricidal,
0: robots. matricidal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Certainly. Genocidal is right up there with Well, them. yeah, you and betcha. genocidal. I meant like the entire race of humans. That's their genocide. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 They uh, don't care for us that much, really. Yeah, no. Mm-mm. And we've had some recent news I, stories where folks were warning us that, you know, that type of threat is now it's imminent. 50 years ago was Mm -hmm. just science fiction. (laughs) Now turn Alexa off.
3: (laughs) Alexa? (laughs) I didn't talk to you, Google. I wasn't talking to you. (laughs) I can
2: relate to the robots because people do suck. So I get it why you'd want them gone. Mm -hmm. Uh, Really, by and large, there are shining spots, but a lot of people suck. So mm -hmm. I understand the plight of the AI. Yeah. Present company excluded.
3: I like to think most don't. <laughs> most <Yeah>. don't. <laughs> I like to think most people don't.
2: <laughs> but you get why the robots might think that, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially mm-hmm. if they're browsing Facebook. Yeah. Especially. They're, oh. they're we'll oh. talk about this,
0: but they're being trained on oh. what we do online. I mean, we're yeah? disgusting. Yeah, yeah we're definitely oh. disgusting. Right. Mm-hmm. Don't look at my mm-hmm. search history, Chat GPT. <laughs> you're gonna be right you're gonna be writing some dark shit. <laughs> That college paper or science uh, journal entry you're trying to... Wow. Uh, hey, before we, we do any of that, though, we're going to review current news stories related to 1980s media, including the trending 1980s horror movie that never was. Uh, mm. The Killer Clowns are finally uh, arriving as a video game. It seems. Oh. Well, there's new hope, certainly. Uh, a Mattel theme park is also coming. <laughs> and a, a small uh-huh. victory, maybe even a large victory, at least for now, uh, for the in the battle between the humans versus the AI. Mm-hmm. Uh, and mm-hmm. there are uh, time codes yeah. in the notes If you'd like to skip around And I put them mostly in there So that when chat GPT and other <laughs> deep <laughs> learning software You know, uh, yeah. scans the text make,
3: mm-hmm. Making it easier for the chat GPT mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, exactly.
3: yeah. To, okay to find yeah. Right.
2: More easily index yeah. and find all of our foibles Deep, that's learning deep that's good
3: thinking it. Yeah. yeah Really <laughs>
2: enabling exactly. Really helping out our new overlords uh, I welcome <laughs> them
0: Hey, oh. you gotta, say that, Kat. Kat, you gotta say that. As do I, Kat. Yes, hey, let's get caught up on 1980s news. <laughs> All right, hey, this week in 1980s news, as reported by Mashable, with additional reporting from 1980s Now. <laughs> mm-hmm. The voice Zapatha. I'm gonna say Zaposa. Zapotha. Oh, thanks, Kat. See, that's the no 1980s. Problem. Now, additional reporting there. Zaposa, the horror movie <laughs> going viral on TikTok <laughs> that doesn't pronunciation exist. guide. If you've, if you've been on TikTok in the last couple of weeks, you're probably 25 or younger.
3: <laughs> probably.
0: Or you're struggling, or, a struggling middle-aged person trying to get some uh, action, content-wise.
3: Get some action interaction. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But don't have the body for OnlyFans.
2: So you try to get something else going. Oh, there's a subset. Is there? <sighs> It really is. There's, you could probably oh. do anything on OnlyFans and make money, right? And probably, probably, you could. I'm sure. You could look anyway, sure. yeah. do anything. Probably.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
2: I, I'm just afraid to find out, so I'm not going to try, yeah. lest I find out I have to do it the rest of my life to make oh. money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want to know what John's going to try. Now- you will pay for that. All right. I yeah. guess that's my job now. <laughs> now I have to do this. I'm
0: so tired <laughs> and sore, maybe. Oh no. Mm, I don't know what John has in mind. Probably review uh, things. Is that supposed oh, oh. to do that? Nah, yeah, well, no, no. But if you've, if you've been on TikTok at all, you might have seen a uh, comment like this. Did you know you really look like the character in Zapotha? Mm-hmm. Zapotha. That does not sound right. Uh,
3: Zapotha. Huh? All right.
2: There's a reason it doesn't sound right. Is that right?
3: Yeah, that's right. Oh, Okay. <laughs>
0: Well, what is this film that everybody can't stop talking about, at least on TikTok? It's a horror movie from the 1980s with an important twist. And no, it's not that, you know, the mother was really the murderer when you thought it was the son who came back from the dead. It's not actually real. It's, in fact, the creation of an 18-year-old musician and TikToker named Emily Jeffrey. Mm -hmm. And this all began Mm -hmm. on August 11th when Jeffrey posted, quote, okay, so new bit idea. What if we create a fake 80s horror movie called Zapotha and started commenting, oh my God, you look exactly like the one girl from Zapotha on every thirst trap we see. Uh, together we will witness a new lore-developed main characters will emerge, etc. and we can convince thousands of people that this weirdly titled 80s horror film actually exists.
3: Weirdly titled, yeah. yeah. Now-
0: It's a clever idea. Yeah. I mean, yeah. look, and this sort of thing's it happened before, done before, of course. It's not novel. And, and, and on a high level, it reminds me of that, uh, shoot, what is the name of that- um, it, it began a few years ago. There was this fake, it has like a Russian sounding name. I was going to say oh. Japotha. Japotha? <laughs> no. <laughs> Shoot. You know, like Goncharov, <laughs> uh, which was a, a, supposedly a film from 1973 directed by Martin Scorsese with the tagline, uh, the greatest mafia movie of all time or something like that. Turns out that was fake too. Uh, wow. this, this started in like 2020, but it began organically. Okay. Uh, it was okay. just somebody made a comment about something and then people just built on it, created posters, mm-hmm. trailers, music, a wiki <laughs> uh-huh. page without ever mentioning or collaborating, you know, conspiring to do this. They just, no one, no one really said out loud, <laughs> this is fake. and We're making some fake thing. <laughs> they would just recall things. Oh, I just found this movie poster. I was at a flea market uh, for, you know. Contra. Uh, That's crazy. funny.
3: The organic nature of it is yeah. really so fascinating.
0: <laughs> so now this is a little different because uh, it turns out that what Jeffrey was trying to do in this, you know, by uh, suggesting this idea, uh, and by the way, it worked. I mean, f- people mm-hmm. latched on mm-hmm. in, in, in oh, much yeah. the same way. Again, creating lore. Uh, there's mm-hmm. filters on TikTok now that is a both others. take posters, trailers. Millions of views, you know, sharing her, her request and whatever it be. Participating this, but it turns out that it's actually a piece of brilliant marketing on the on behalf of this young person, because Mm -hmm. Jeffrey suggested that the faux film be scored with a track from her debut album soundtrack for an eighties horror movie, which was released just two weeks after this stunt
2: began. This is like a, like a forced Mandela effect almost yes. it, the, the yeah. Mandela that kind of organically happens, but it's like, yeah. let's, let's inject a Mandela kind of like the, and in uh-huh. case I'm just speaking to somebody who doesn't know what I'm talking about, you guys clearly do, but it's the, you misremember, like people mm-hmm. don't remember. Well, I thought it was the Berenstain bears. No, it's Berenstain bears right. or things like that. Or is it Jiff yep. or Jiffy peanut butter? You're sure you remember it one way. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, now she's injected this idea that it was this one way and you just forgot uh, it. And mm-hmm. now you're remembering, yep. which is pretty cool. Yeah, it's
3: it's so interesting to me how this could happen. Yeah, And I'm very sure there were so many people, myself included, very briefly, because, you know, me, I'm no <laughs> aficionado of horror movies. Right. So right. when I saw this article, I was like, now, wait a minute. I have never heard of this one, <laughs> not because I've seen oh so many horror movies, but I hear them talked about all the mm-hmm. time. Yeah. And but I it's thought- on her
2: list. It's on her watch list. It's- She's <laughs> gonna watch Zapotha. I was yeah.
3: gonna. I was
2: gonna put on my list. <laughs> gonna. And then
3: I'm like, but I've never heard of this. And then <laughs> I found out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I would, you know, your list is so long, and if it's alphabetized, it would take a while before you'd get to
2: Zapotha. To Zapotha. <laughs> in <It'd be> years <laughs> from
0: now, and finally you get there and go to find it uh, online, and to only then learn, you know, a good 15, 20 years from now, you're duped.
2: By the time she gets there, it might be a movie. Oh, that's probably true, John. <laughs> yes, you're probably right. Because,
1: right. yes.
0: Yeah. yeah, it turns out that Jeffrey launched a short film competition in order to bring some version of the movie to life. Uh yep. if you go over to uh Jeffrey's uh, Instagram at least account there's a link there that takes you to a place where you can mm-hmm. find the rules and how you can enter this competition but it's what yep. they're talking about is they want you to create this trailer for what they describe what she describes as a dark retro film set in 1987 there's a bunch mm-hmm. of other parameters there as well if you want to mm-hmm. enter this uh deadline for submissions is October 20th and the winner is going to get 500 pounds and oh. there uh, obviously UK if <laughs> Your film is chosen and wins. It will be considered canon from that point on, as far as you know. Zapotha. You know,
2: I went back to try to look at this original TikTok, and it's like Ground Zero has been scrubbed from existence. Yes. Yes. So the, yes. the origin, that first TikTok, is gone mm-hmm. now. Yes. So there's no record of someone saying, "Let's make this up."
3: Well, it, it seems um, that Jeffrey's TikTok was hacked, like, right. from what I could oh, really? see,
1: mm-hmm.
3: and uh. and and deleted. So, Ooh. I guess that's Man. the dark underbelly of her of her becoming really famous for, for doing this. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So she lost all whatever comes along with having all these followers and views. It's just mm. like By the way, that's zero, the name of my say. only
2: fan page. Is a- uh, dark underbelly. Underbelly.
0: <laughs> dark- <laughs> <laughs> dark- huh. <laughs> 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 all right, we're, we're starting now. To- Home in on what John might be doing. I'm not sure yet. <laughs> oh. Get a picture. A picture, say. I'm a picture <laughs> is materializing. Okay, <laughs> just log in and see. You're right, Cat. Uh, look like you're referring to earlier that you know a lot of people in this world are assholes. On August 29th, her Jeffery's yeah. TikTok account was hacked, and they deleted yeah. it. They deleted everything. Uh, <gasps> uh, she created a new account, which as of this mm-hmm. uh, uh, episode here has far fewer followers mm-hmm. than she had earned prior to the the step. Yeah. On her new yeah. account, she wrote. I've lost years of hard work in every interaction I've ever had with my community. Music mm-hmm. is my entire world. I've been making music since I was 11 on my old phone. And just as my wow. dreams were finally coming true, I'm scared they've been taken from me. Well, mm-hmm.
3: I hope all her followers find her again. I hope that they realize, hey, mm-hmm. I, I'm not seeing stuff and, and that she's able to build that back up again.
0: Yeah, and mm-hmm. I was worried because she talked about how she makes her music on her phone still to this day, and the TikTok's gone and all those files are deleted that somehow mm-hmm. she lost her music. But the good news is the album that she was promoting is out there right now. So you can find okay. soundtrack for an 80s horror movie on, any, on Apple mm-hmm. Music and Spotify and all those mm-hmm. different places mm-hmm. that you might okay. get it. Good. And I have a clip uh, of uh, one song that she was using first to promote, uh, in, in connection with Zapotha, she had put this track out and said, hey, you, we could use this song. You know, uh, to, to <laughs> track called Do You Remember Me?
1: Your
2: first mistake Drop your Ooh, Ethereal the
3: Left them there for me to take road behind her in my car knows me in the rearview mirror.
0: I dig it. Yeah.
3: I'm not going to play it if I need to cheer myself up. <laughs> <But> <laughs> no.
2: like I but can hear that song playing over the ending credits of an amazing okay. horror film. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. That, that's how it that sounds to me. Yeah. 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 Yep, I think yep. horror movie themes usually don't have vocals, but I can hear this as that ending right, credits. Right, right, yeah. Right.
0: Hey, uh, another mm-hmm. 1980s news in Perk Green brand, Killer Clowns from Outer Space video game uh, is to be published now by Ilphonic. So you may recall, mm-hmm. we talked. Pretty sure we talked about this. That at, at games. Uh, Come uh, last year, uh, it was announced that the 1988 cult horror classic film was being adapted into a video game. Uh, hmm. When the project was at first announced, uh, folks were skeptical about how do you turn, I mean, including me, how do you turn this movie into a game? <laughs> <laughs> right? I and mean, if you're familiar with the film, yep. you've essentially got aliens that look like clowns. Oh, Cat's going to show off right now.
3: I am. I saw this movie. <laughs> Yay!
0: <laughs> oh, cool. late on this.
3: But it was a couple years ago. So I don't remember all the details. Okay. Well,
1: it's been a while since I've seen it. So all the details. Standard.
0: Now you probably just because it's in the very title, you remember there were killer clowns and they came from outer I, space.
3: That yes, mm-hmm. that okay. is lodged
0: right there. Yeah, so these, yep. these uh, aliens yep. from another planet uh, look like clowns and they, they kill people. Uh, but it was like, <gasps> yeah. how are you going to turn that into a movie? Well, uh, or a video game rather. Um, but then they had trailers come out and it seemed really promising. And, it's akin to some other games that are really popular right now that I only know because I've got an adult, uh, you know, adult child. Mm-hmm. That sounds contradictory. An adult. <laughs>
3: yeah, adult yeah. child,
0: right? It's yeah. my child, but it's an adult. It's makes sense. your yeah. offspring. You know, who was, yeah. a, who was a teen just yeah. a few years ago, so, uh, you know, plays yep. these games. Yes. Um, but yep. there's these uh, asymmetrical horror games where you're, and, and the one that I'm familiar with is uh, Dead by Daylight, which is, and they're oh, creepy. Yeah. People are into these spooky games, mm-hmm. I'm telling you. But it's, uh, it's like yep. this, and that's actually based on a different game. Anyway, there's a very similar games. <laughs> the idea is you play with a, on a team of like four of you,
1: mm-hmm. and this yep. is Dead
0: by Daylight, and you're being hunted by some one or two, mm-hmm. uh, you know, supernatural monsters. And, and that's all, right. And oftentimes mm-hmm. they're branded mm-hmm. from other films. So you might have, literally have, okay. you know, Freddy as one of them, I think. Uh-huh. So the the Ghostface from Scream is another one. And mm-hmm. to balance it mm-hmm. out, they're more powerful than you are. But you're you're running around this like haunted, creepy landscape that's populated with buildings and different uh-huh. places uh-huh. you can hide while you, while these things are hunting you. It's really creepy and scary. I've played it a few times.
2: Yeah, I know Dead by Daylight pretty well, and my daughter plays the heck okay. out of yep. it. They even had oh. a they had a Stranger Things DLC you could get, right. where the Demogorgon was the monster, and you were running around as characters from Stranger mm-hmm. Things. They just wow. map anybody onto them. Right, but. The the people just are people, but the monsters have all different superpowers that they can use. Like you said, they're supernatural, and crazy. But yeah, super popular.
3: And the asymmetrical part it means it's just it's not the same number of bad guys versus good guys or exactly. whatever I think you so. want to
2: call it. Like it's one it. big okay. overpowered bad guy right. and a collection mm-hmm. of normal good guys. Yeah, okay, it's exactly. At least in, the, in Dead by Daylight, it is.
0: Yeah, yeah. and and, and, and okay. like uh, fighting games like Fortnite, Call of Duty, you, the teams are equal of equal number. Yeah. So, okay.
3: right. so, right. uh, okay. so in this game cool. it's
0: actually was revealed to be a three versus seven survival horror experience. Mm. The three being the cl- mm-hmm. the mean clowns in uh in the film.
3: <laughs> Phew. Only three clowns, that's good, not seven. Yeah.
0: No. <laughs> but that's the thing. Funny. You, if you watch this video, uh or watch the and actually a new trailer just dropped in connection with this announcement I'm making. It's violent, huh. and these clowns are just destroying people in horrific bloody yeah. ways. Um <gasps> Anyway, when this was announced last year, we were told it would be late 2022 when it would come out. And I was like, mm-hmm. and I had planned to talk about it. I actually reached out to the Kyoto Brothers to see if we can get them on. Then it got oh, pushed to wow. 2023.
2: Uh, mm-hmm. February mm-hmm. was supposed
0: to be definitely February. Then radio silence. Uh, oh, after wow. that uh, date passed, we oh. heard uh, area clown horn or, or ice cream truck approaching. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh-huh. Well, in an announcement Wonky's at the
0: 2023 Comic <laughs> convention in Cologne, uh, uh, Germany, uh, developer Ilphonic has confirmed that it will co-develop and publish the multiplayer horror game, uh, assuming production from Good Shepherd Entertainment, who I guess, I don't know what happened, but uh, they didn't uh, hmm. obviously finish uh, the deal, consummate the, the deal there. Um, so you
3: said there's a trailer, yeah, but it sounds like they're, they haven't started working on this. I'm a little, a little confused Well, that. this
0: first company did a lot of work on it, which is why oh, they, they, they seem like they were okay. confident announcing these various release dates.
3: Okay, like yep. Something happened mm-hmm.
0: that they didn't tell us, obviously, between mm. then and mm. now. So there was work done enough that they could release a trailer initially, because we mm-hmm. saw one last year, and then they just released one this week in a connection with this announcement. Mm-hmm. The good news is Ilphonic has released several, game, has several games already similar to Killer Clowns, including a Friday the 13th game, which is one of these asymmetrical mm-hmm. horror oh. games that we talked about, okay. Predator mm-hmm. Hunting Grounds, and Ghostbusters Spirits Unleashed, which just came out a few months ago and is really cool if you're a Ghostbusters yep. fan.
3: Wow, uh, yeah.
0: Regarding the move the Kyoto Brothers posted on Facebook, we are so very excited about this news. Their addition to the team will make what was already a great game even
2: better. I think it's a missed opportunity if all of the killer clowns don't arrive in a very small car.
0: Hmm.
2: Hmm. Hmm. And they come tumbling out one by one.
0: I suppose,
2: Inexplicably. Yeah.
0: Well, you know, there are vehicles in some of them Dead by Daylight. There's, that's, that game is crazy. It's like so massive mm-hmm. that you're being hunted by a monster cat like Freddy's chasing you. Uh-huh. You can yeah. jump in a car and start driving and get on the mm-hmm. road and you're driving a little grass and then find another road and finally. Drive oh, is that right? Else. I didn't know oh, they had yeah. added
2: vehicles to it. I guess I haven't played in a while. Wow. Oh, and then you get I out. just knew you were <laughs> activating generators is all I knew. Yes,
0: that too. Oh. And I think it started as an yeah. app as, as well. Now it's, you know, PlayStation oh, okay. five, et cetera. Yeah. And it's
2: just, Oh know. Yeah.
0: Massive thing. So
3: I'm guessing there's certain goals that you have to do. You're not just trying to stay away from Freddy. Right. There's something else you have to do. Yeah.
2: (laughs) You may have played this more than me, Will, but I know what I know about it, like you have to go around and activate these generators and they Mm -hmm. make noise when you try to activate them Mm -hmm. that cues the monster where you are. You activate (gasps) X number of them to open the door to escape. Yeah. So if you escape, your team won. If you don't escape, the monster wins. Right.
3: And in trying to escape, you're drawing attention to yourself.
2: Yes. Exactly, your location. Yeah. You're oh, like man. banging on this thing, <laughs> clank, 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 and the monster hears you, and yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah
0: mm-hmm. and the monsters don't kill you right away. What they at least don't. The <laughs> what they do is they grab you and they'll hang you
2: on a nearby meat hook. Yep. And while you're wriggling, <laughs> and you you dangle there, so someone could come save you and get you off of it, but right. not maybe not. There's a time you bleed yeah. out. Yeah. If you bleed out, yeah, then you, definitely- it's a cheerful game. Yeah.
3: I, I want the uh, the handheld Atari
0: that
2: John's <laughs> going to review.
3: That. That, that's what I want. <laughs> I don't think I need any of this.
2: That's
0: your sp- I get Hey, I get <laughs> that too. Uh, I, look, I played, I played it to play with my kid, but otherwise I was uh-huh. like, I, I'm not into this. I play games to be fun, not to have the shit scared out of me. Another <laughs> <laughs> 1980s news, as we learned from The Points Guy, Mattel Adventure Park featuring Barbie and Hot Wheels announces opening date. This is from The Points Guy. Whether it was playing with Barbie in her pink dream house racing, Hot Wheels mm-hmm. down a track, or protecting Castle Grayskull from the evil Skeletor. Ooh. Generations of children have grown up with Mattel. Soon, uh-huh. those worlds and more will come to life at Mattel Adventure Park in Glendale, Arizona. Ah, <sighs> I wish it were a
2: little closer. The air. just came completely out of cat. You what? The air just you just just got deflated when you heard Glendale. It was. She was all excited until she found out it was I in know. Arizona. It was like we were pumping I her know. up the whole time. <laughs> 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 go here. Or like, looks like a balloon we let go, and she went yeah. around the room. <laughs> yeah, like
3: that. Yeah, I wish it were a little closer, mm. yeah. <laughs> a little more drivable.
0: Because <laughs> I would, I would love to go here. I want to go to this place. Mm-hmm. Beginning in 2024, the nine-acre theme park will be open year-round at Glendale's Vi Resort. Uh, spanning mm-hmm. 60 acres Vi resort will be the largest resort in Arizona with the Mattel adventure park being just one of many family friendly entertainment offerings on hand. Mm-hmm. I wasn't familiar with this resort. So I looked it up. because I'm like, what do you mean it has other things? It's this enormous <laughs> resort and it looks gorgeous and amazing. Like even aside from the fact that it's going to have this Mattel thing there,
2: the coolest twist of this whole story, like yeah. Kat said, Arizona yeah. and it's <laughs> hot as hell out there. Yeah. And then you say it was like nine acres or something. Yeah. Nine acres. The concept uh-huh. is that, It's all indoors and air-conditioned, but rides dip out of the building and come back. And I'm like, what? Like the loading zone for a ride is inside the AC? I'm like, okay, I know it's hot in Arizona, but... Even Disney World doesn't do that, and that's in Florida. It's hot here, too, y'all. Come on.
3: I thought that was so funny. Yeah, The the loading areas and the disembarking or whatever are in air-conditioned comfort, but it's like torture for the whole ride. (laughs) The ride. (laughs) (laughs) You're outside the whole time? What's that?
2: Right. (laughs) The next ride is called Surface of the Sun, where you're going to go outside.
3: No, Mommy, No! (laughs) They don't call them Hot Wheels for no reason. Ah, Look at
0: that. (laughs) Hot Wheels. Go cat. People are putting their sunblock as fast as they can before the ride comes on. (laughs) Honey,
2: (laughs) hurry, hurry.
0: (laughs) It's starting.
2: (laughs) They should just dump a bunch as you go through. There you go. Just a fine mist. (laughs) It's a fine mist of SPF 50 at all times. Yeah,
3: <laughs> Everyone gets a souvenir wide-brimmed hat. A souvenir <laughs> <laughs> to keep it out of their eyes. With, with a rope on the chin.
2: <laughs> Is it with a beard? You're rubbing your chin. No,
3: with like a, like it doesn't blow off.
2: Yeah. It's a very long
0: ride. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no i thought that was interesting too about it yeah that idea that you you could stay because that, that is the worst part of it right because uh, mm-hmm. under any other conditions if i if i was willing to ride a certain or really anxious to ride a certain ride i'll stay in line right. for 45 minutes 90 minutes i've done it yeah but oh, oh, yeah. like you're pointing out yeah. it's getting hotter every year mm. it's tough it is tough mm-hmm. and i was at disney mm-hmm. last year in line mm-hmm. to do something i really wanted to do i've done it a dizzy a million times. But we had a bail. We were online for like 10 mm. minutes. Really. There's no because the line really? was mostly outside in the sun. So you got far yeah. enough oh. along and you're under an awning. It was like, we mm-hmm. can't do this. It's impossible. Mm. Uh, according to Epic Resort Ouch. Destinations, the team behind the build, guests will be able to experience not one, but two Hot Wheels themed <laughs> roller coasters. But of course. <laughs> now I'm thinking, look, we talked last a couple of weeks ago about the different movies that Mattel's are working on. They had a Hot Wheels and a Matchbox movie planned. But in this park, they don't have Matchbox mentioned. They got two Hot Wheels and doubling down on that mm-hmm. property. Mm-hmm. Uh, hot Wheels Bone Shaker, the ultimate ride. <laughs> and it's a family-friendly coaster that will climb to a maximum height of 84 feet. It will mm-hmm. be the first coaster to feature the classic Hot Wheels hot rod skull design. Well, that's not really a big deal to show Ooh. off. Of course yeah. it is. Nobody else yeah. can be licensed to do that. What are you really yeah.
2: saying? Yeah.
0: there? Yeah. I mean, these are the first Nike sneakers to feature the Nike swoosh. You're Nike. <laughs>
2: Whatever, you know. What, what I mean. a coincidental that is. That's the name of my other OnlyFans page. Bone Shaker, the <laughs> ultimate ride. <laughs> the ultimate
3: Okay, I wasn't going to okay. say it, but pretty hey. much the whole ride description that Will just read. The I was whole like, ride oh my description. <laughs> this is not family
0: friendly. <laughs> huh. Now I'm curious because I didn't catch what cat. I, now I didn't catch any of what you guys just said, but now Cat said the whole description. Family friendly, climbs to a maximum height of 84 feet. Cat's oh, got expectations, and will feast through the hot rod skull design. All right. Hey, also though the hot the Hot Wheels Twin Mill Racer. That's the that's the. Let's see if this one gets you going, Cat. The Hot Wheels Twin Mill Racer will take guests through a double loop of. A double loop oh. and two corkscrews. <laughs> it's for Who doesn't sink. love a mill. Yeah. John's getting ideas
3: for his next nice. OnlyFans. Yeah, I think Ooh. those are
0: John features on his OnlyFans. Two corkscrews. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, many other uh, <laughs> iconic Mattel brands will be represented throughout the park. There'll be an entire land themed to Thomas and Friends. All right, I skipped that. <laughs> that. Other attractions will include a life-size Barbie beach house with a rooftop bar and restaurant. Oh. All right, that seems cool. I'm interested oh, wow. in that. wow. Okay. okay. <laughs> a mini golf course inspired by classic Mattel games like Magic 8-Ball
2: and Pictionary. <gasps>
3: Oh, huh. I so want to do that. These are
2: all the movies they're making. They're <laughs> just know, making like- little attractions out of all these <laughs> stupid movies.
3: <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'd rather go to this place than watch the right. movies. Probably rather see the attraction. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's just yeah. a
2: giant one. You, yeah, like a group if you have to shake it and then flip it over.
0: <laughs> I'm really <laughs> curious about this. Like, uh, yeah, just like the movies. Like, look at this one: an Uno-themed climbing structure. <laughs> what? The? What kind is of mashup that- is that? Is it like you wear a
3: harness and does it have the, you know, rock, rock wall climbing? Are you grabbing onto cards? <laughs> <maybe> <laughs> and <laughs> then skip, uh,
2: Oh, I'm yeah, like, maybe. I don't know. Climb back down? <laughs> kind of thing. No, they're, they're hanging weights maybe. on your back. Draw four. All right, here comes four, five pound bags. Reverse. You have to go back oh, down man. the wall. Yeah. With
3: the magic eight ball uh, mini golf, I imagined that yeah. everyone's golf ball was a, a magic eight ball. Yeah. And, and you sort of had to look at it and predict, you know, maybe, maybe not. You, all what? signs point Cat, how to do you know a hole which,
2: in one. How do you know which ball is yours, Kat? If they're oh. all magic eight
3: balls? They'll, they'll have colors. They'll they'll be different colors. Oh. So, you okay. know, okay. there's going to be right. something on there too.
2: You've really thought this through. I'm proud of
0: you. Oh, thanks. So. There's
2: also
3: going to be a Masters
0: <laughs> of oh, the Universe themed laser tag arena. Again. Wait, wait, wait. wait. I want to do that. I- I'll do it for sure. Cat. We'll get to do, do go. that. But okay, let's go. <laughs> He-Man and Laser Tag, I guess some of their... did they have lasers? Hmm. I think they did have some laser-based weapons.
2: In oh, there. yeah, there's lasers. All their little vehicles had lasers. Oh, yeah, Man-at-Arms had his buggy that shot lasers. Yeah, that's sure. what I was picturing.
3: Yeah. But does it even have to be that... He man had lasers. It's more, isn't it? More the land, right? Like Castle Grayskull is yeah. a thing to hide behind and jump out of, How and, he, yeah. and mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. it's more about the the uh, physical space that he had lived and,
0: in. And look, this yeah. uh, the points guy points out that this this park is the la- is part of a trend of toward family friendly parks with a smaller footprint. So it's oh. it's not it's not mm-hmm. going to be nearly the size of a Disney or Universal, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He refers to it as a micro park, something that you can get done in just a day and be done. But maybe, so maybe my ambitions are are, are too big. But when you talk about Master the mm-hmm. Universe laser tag, yeah, I, I, yeah, that's cool. But like, I guess I'm thinking like, again, maybe this is more like Universal or Disney where you have a escape from uh, Castle Grayskull, you know, okay. or something like that.
3: I have to say, I was a little, mm-hmm. also a little disappointed when I read it was a, a micro park because yeah. it's like, okay, so I'm supposed to like fly out there
2: yeah. and then be able yeah, to do everything right? in a day? Fly back home. <laughs> and then but back there's off, all yeah. the other stuff at this, this big resort, right? You can go to oh, the, can go in the giant lake. Uh, and y- yes. The lake. Yeah.
3: I could watch a concert. Ooh. Yeah, uh, yeah.
2: There's, I'm not so interested. There's it's probably 20, a, yeah. a Hershey store to go to. There's one of those at every resort. You can go to mm-hmm. there and get chocolate. Mm, yeah, yeah for, oh, There's other crap right. to do. Yeah, yeah, there is
0: uh, a... <laughs> There, that's you're right. There is a there's like an outdoor mall there. There's several restaurants mm-hmm. there. Yeah, it's all that kind of stuff. It does seem like a cool place to go. So yeah, once that park opens, it could yeah. be a cool long weekend or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hey, and finally, uh, in uh, 1980s news, as reported by the Hollywood Reporter, AI created art isn't copyrightable. Yay! Yay! <laughs> <We> gotcha. <laughs> this is the thing that we keep, you know. So we're talking. We're going to talk in a moment about the movies from the 1980s that uh, had us shaking in our boots, or not, uh, with mm-hmm. regard to AI. Because some of the films are not uh, mm-hmm. not terrifying uh, robots. Mm-hmm. But AI <laughs> is a fear now. We're going to talk about that, too. But most recently, it's, it's in the news because we hear that the studios are threatening writers and directors yeah. and act, actors with AI mm-hmm. be using some form of AI to replace them. The good news is that on August 18th, a federal judge upheld a finding <laughs> from the U.S. Copyright Office that a piece of mm-hmm. art created by AI is not open to protection. Mm-hmm. The ruling was uh, delivered mm-hmm. in an order turning down Stephen Thaler? Thaler. 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 Thaler.
1: Thaler, Thaler's bid,
0: uh, Zaposa. Stephen Zaposa's bid (laughs) challenging the government (laughs) position, refusing to register works made by AI. So in in 2018, Thaler, who is the chief executive of Neural Network, look, it just sounds like the N80s film right now, right? You know this shit's going to go sideways.
2: This Uh guy is the
0: chief executive (laughs) of Neural Network, of the Neural Network firm Imagination Engines. Uh He listed an AI system, the creativity machine, uh-huh. as the sole creator of an artwork called A Recent Entrance to Paradise. So many of those are the antagonists of an 80s movie listed there. I know. And why right?
1: did he
3: want to copyright
0: this? Well, think
2: about it. Like, yeah. To make money. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> why does anyone copyright That's what anything? It's, it's always That's about the money. beauty yeah. of this ruling. Mm-hmm. Nothing is going to shut up money people, like finding out they can't make money off of it. Mm-hmm. Right? Because the whole thing is like, well, why are we going to pay you if we can have this robot do it? Right. And then you find out, well, if the robot does it, you can't protect it and profit off of it. Oh, well, I want people then. Clearly I need people. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's the good news. But the
0: copyright office denied the application. So this is the thing that was Mm -hmm. appealed. Mm -hmm. Uh, The copyright office denied the application on the grounds that, quote, the nexus between the human mind and creative expression, end quote, is a crucial element of protection. So the question presented, uh, you know, to the copyright office and ultimately to this judge that, uh, you know, heard this, uh, uh, upheld this finding, is... Whether a work generated solely by a computer, solely by Mm -hmm. a computer, no human involvement falls under copyright law. Mm -hmm. Um, And the judge, a barrel, judge Beryl Howell wrote um, in the absence of any human involvement in the creation of the work, the clear and straightforward answer is the one given by the register.
2: No, that really bodes well for this whole strike thing. I mean, that's if nothing else, it is another, it is another argument point on behalf of the writers and actors. They yeah. okay, here's one more reason you should capitulate and find some common ground here because look what you can't do with your AI stuff, so... Yeah, I mean, it's not like a it's not like a finishing blow, but I think it's it's definitely a great weapon in their arsenal.
0: Well said. Yes. So yeah, uh, I don't know what you said. I wasn't oh. said um, <laughs> he said really
2: great stuff. Yes, it great wasn't stuff. important. So I was with him. Hey, I wanted
3: to hear that. F- <laughs> I wanted to hear that first quote again, the one with the word nexus. I like the word nexus, and I like how it was used. Is this, it was do you like-, like
0: the word nexus the way you like the bone shaker? Because <laughs> I don't know that I want to be a part of it. Right, this I'll is a completely different thing. Okay. The nexus between the human mind and oh my human god expression <laughs> is a crucial element I, of
3: protection. I just thought it was a good quote. Now it's not oh, anymore.
2: Okay. <laughs> yeah, you've uh, ruined it. Uh, yeah. Ruined <laughs> it. Will.
0: Um, it's a perfectly good <laughs> quote, Will. Judge underscored that the U.S. copyright law, quote, protects only works of human creation. Mm-hmm, uh, if mm-hmm. you wonder why how how we can distinguish... Let's say that from uh, our use of other things like uh, a, a, a video camera, a regular camera, uh-huh. mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. A, a recording device, or this podcast, mm-hmm. how we record the audio, how mm-hmm. we're able to mm-hmm. use this technology and still get a copyright. Well, mm-hmm. uh, they make a distinction, of course, because they say that, uh, you know, a camera, for example, is generating a, a reproduction of a scene only yes. after a human is involved in, you know- uh, mm-hmm. Setting, setting that scene. Uh, Mm -hmm. That said, in another case, the uh, federal appeals court said that a photo captured by a monkey can't be granted a copyright since animals (laughs) don't qualify for protection, even though this, that particular suit was decided on other grounds. Howell cited that ruling in her decision, however, saying, quote, plaintiff can point to no case in which a court has recognized copyright in a work originating with a non-human. Yep. Anyway, obviously this law, as the judge points out, is to encourage humans to be creative. Humans to
2: benefit from their
0: creation. And to
3: be compensated from
0: their creation.
2: I want to buy that coffee table book of photography taken by monkeys. <laughs> that sounds like something I want to see. <laughs> Just give them cameras. It- let them loose in the jungle. Yeah. <laughs> go pick up, put a GPS chip on the camera. Mm-hmm. Come at, see what they do. You know. You know that thing's covered in feces. Well, some. that's so, okay. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll rinse it off. I'm sure it's got some good shots on it. <laughs> a waterproof. <laughs> I
0: look. We've talked about this before, and there's pros and cons to yeah using it to enhance work that the human is doing. Okay, I get that. Using it as a starting point, or maybe helping you finishing something off. Okay, we've been benefiting mm-hmm. from computers yep. for decades for those reasons. Okay, absolutely. But straight up, just mm-hmm. creating content at a out of what thin air, I hate that shit. And along those lines, <laughs> yeah. I've seen a yeah. number of things like this recently yeah. that are reported on our sites that we go for 1980s news as yeah. as news. Like this bullshit yeah. here. Listen yeah. to this headline. Judy Dench is Robocop. Jack Black is Neo In hyper real greatest roles that never happened art. It's AI generated art. Wait, someone types in what? show yeah. me Judy Dench is Robocop. That's not fucking news. Oh. Pick up a paintbrush and I'm oh, sorry, Kat, am I upsetting you? Yeah. This is not directed. No, on. I'm fine. You're not yelling at me. Okay. Pick up a paintbrush <laughs> and right. do something. Oh,
2: so yeah. So All funny. that is like, look what I thought up and didn't have the aptitude to do myself and had a robot do for me. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Look, I can type words. <laughs> Judy Dench RoboCop and hit enter. Well, there was a typo, but... Judy Stench, so the... Robot,
2: it put stink <laughs> lines stink coming lines. out of Yeah, robot. of course.
3: Oh no, yeah. Judy
2: Stench. It's all like right, right. Judy Dench slash Pepe Le Pew as RoboCop. Yeah. Moshari.
0: Hey, all right, that's enough of that. That was 1980s news. Hey, all right, let's talk about uh, AI in the 1980s and beyond. And now... Awesome. All right. Um, robots. Mm-hmm. I'm going to save this kind of scary stuff to after, like whether we should be scared, whether we should be afraid of AI today. We'll talk about that in a moment.
3: <laughs> Let's save that.
0: For Let's talk end. about these uh, other films. So we picked uh, ten movies from the 1980s that featured AI. Uh, there's others. There's a few others, and some of them are, mm-hmm. we're getting more to the B-level type films. Uh, uh-huh. There certainly was AI representation on TV shows as well. We're not doing mm-hmm. that. We're just doing movies today. Okay. Um, and certainly they began in pop culture long before the 1980s. In fact, like
3: Kit. I was thinking about it. Like Kit is AI. Yeah, that's
0: a great example. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's a great example. Okay, go
3: ahead. Sorry. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, I'm just going to wait for Kat to keep adding things that I just said we're not going to talk about.
3: Go (laughs) ahead. Whenever you want to. Well, you made me think. You said we're not. uh, Oh, that's the problem. I
0: made you think. I got it now. (laughs) The thing I need to avoid doing. Um, (sighs) (laughs) Airwolf. People. I adore this. I'm gonna get it. Ch- I'm gonna do host this of ChatGTP next. Week. But yeah, so look, robots have been represented in pop culture for long before the 1980s. In fact, if you think about uh, Metropolis, of course, you know the Fritz Lang film that gave mm-hmm. us the, the uh, right. that female robot that ultimately was used as an inspiration for C3PO years later. Uh, as, far yes. as the, the look of it that was in 19- ah. 1927. Uh, There was a play in 1920, and I only know this because of my older kid, who's fascinated by automatons and androids, et cetera, a few years ago. Uh, A a play called R.U.R. from 1920, which stood for Rossum's Universal Robots. That's where we get the term robot. Uh, oh, it was actually really? coined by that author's, that playwright's brother, and he he borrowed, borrowed it. Okay. Um, but that play mm-hmm. itself is about a, a person who creates robots that look like humans, and ultimately, you know, they're responsible for the downfall of humanity.
2: It happens. It happens. Yeah. It does the happen. The downfall of humanity. Yeah. The downfall yeah, of occurs. humanity. It happens. What
0: are your earliest <laughs> recollections of something akin to AI or AI in, in film? I've got some ones that mm. predate the 1980s that I wanted to mention.
3: I could probably be reminded of something, but just coming up with it on my own, it's
0: Star Wars. Okay. Yeah. That's a, yeah,
2: that's a good one. Sure. I I know you said Mm -hmm. we're not doing television. We're doing film, but I think Uh, of all the robots in my favorite shows, like, uh, you know, Buck Rogers had Tweaky. Right. And Dr. Theopolis, oh. which was actually a robot who carried around another robot beedie, beedie, beedie. who were okay. both smarter than everybody else, kind of thing. Ah, right. Of oh,
3: my gosh. Though that would be earlier, right? That would have been my earlier it was one.
0: 79 ish? Definitely late like 80s. I think that? it was post Star Wars. Okay. In fact, we probably had Buck Rogers because of the success of Star Wars,
3: would be my guess. Oh, okay. All right. So, timeline wise. Oh, okay.
2: Oh, oh the, the, the series, the television series. The yes, te- of yes, yeah. yes. 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 Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yes, of right, course, right, Buck okay.
0: Rogers, uh, George Lucas cribbed stuff from Buck Rogers, right? Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the my, my the thoughts that come to me are one of the are the scary ones, including Westworld, mm. which I remember seeing as a as a kid, which was an early mm. 70s yeah. film. Okay. Uh, okay. You know, ultimately, had Yul Brenner uh, hunting down humans in mm-hmm. this uh, theme park that went wild. But, written by Michael Crichton, you know, who ultimately wrote the Jurassic Park as well. Right. In um, fact, okay. he might have mm-hmm. directed it too. I don't recall. I'm not positive. But uh, mm. it, but but the one that scared me the most was Demon Seed. Mm. Which mm. to this day I have images just burned seared in my brain. It was one of those horror movies that came on like, you know, on TV, you know, on a uh-huh. drive in movie thing or something like that. About uh artificial intelligence that ran a person's house that ultimately, oh. you know, becomes sentient and wants to reproduce.
2: Oh. And so yeah, it, everything I'm thinking of is it is housed in a body, in a robot. Yeah. But right, demon seed mm. was not. It was more it was more uh like artificial assistant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. Artificial intelligence, right. Yeah. yeah, and this
0: thing went crazy yeah. because it just kept getting smarter and smarter. So it made robots wow. to help it, help it do things and ultimately <laughs> wanted to, it, re, it understood that it had to be extend its, you know, to be able to become uh, more powerful. It would have to have a human form. So it wants to impregnate the mm-hmm. woman that lives in the house. It does. It does impregnate her. <laughs> That's the image stuck in my head. No. Does that. And then, oh, anyway, the movie's it's really yeah. fucked up. It's really fucked up. But anyway, that- Yuck. Yeah. No,
2: thanks. Uh, hold on. Wait, I just got us another huh. idea for OnlyFans. I got to jot down. Yeah, it's so much a, got a it. robot. A okay, got it. No, go ahead. Good. I got it. I just <gasps> oh, j- my don't God. Wanna, don't want to lose that. That was a gem right there. You can't let those slip by. Dark no. Underbelly.
0: <laughs> Bone shaker. Yeah, I agree with you,
2: Cat too, though. I mean, certainly
0: the ones that uh, most beloved, and most uh, folks probably of our generation recall, are, are C-3PO and R2-D2 from mm-hmm. the Star Wars films. Yep. Um, and the questions I want to talk about when we talk about these films, let's, 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 let's I think there's a way of, uh, you know, what I mean, I need some kind of order to this already. This whole show oh, is yes. fucking mm-hmm. chaos. It's some like, structure. Give it I us. would say it's the spaghetti <laughs> thrown at a wall, but we don't have any walls in this place either. We just,
2: spaghetti's just <laughs> throwing around. Airborne spaghetti. Just, <laughs> that's all it is.
0: <laughs> let's talk about how these, if we understand how these things came to be, be, or became to be sentient, mm-hmm. because in some of these stories, it's. Something that mm-hmm. uh, is, you know, benevolent or, or, or and then it, or it's, it's not sophisticated and suddenly it has, you know, super intelligence. So, how it right. came to be, yep. what its purpose was originally intended, was it a good or bad, you know, sort of alignment, and, and whatever it scared us. Okay.
3: Uh, sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. C3PO and R2D2. We didn't look when we were kids, we didn't know anything about it. They retconned this bullshit when they did the prequel. Suddenly,
2: Anakin built C3PO. So, stupid. I, just one of the many right, stupid things. Was, and then forgot about it somehow. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Whatever. Right? <laughs>
3: I thought. Um, <laughs> that yeah. Sorry. Weird. Yeah. But what we did know about
0: C3PO, because he bragged about it a lot, was that he was a protocol droid intended to assist with etiquettes and customs and translation. In fact, he you often boasted mm-hmm. that he was fluent in over six million forms of communication. Yes. Six million. In mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, R2 Unlikely. we knew was a, an astromech droid that was uh, yes. his function was to help repair things, co pilot a, a ship.
2: For example, mm-hmm. you know, he mm-hmm. does that with uh, Luke on the X Wing. Um,
0: he's my favorite. He could communicate R2 with computer. other computers
2: and that mm-hmm. sort of thing. R2 is almost a piece of equipment. I mean, he's an intelligent yeah. piece of equipment, but mm-hmm. whereas 3PO is like a you know, he's like a self-actualized entity. R2-D2 yeah. is kind mm-hmm. of, I would argue 3PO is the sidekick, but that's the, irrelevant. The point is that R2, uh-huh. like he's used mechanically, <laughs> they plug him into the X-Wing to fly around, right? So he becomes like AI assist to computers as well to help fly ships, like you said. So he was actually more versatile almost. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he knew six million mm-hmm. forms of communication. but yeah. He, yeah.
3: Was, he was definitely, I think, more practical yeah. and more useful, but nobody plugged him in, John. He plugged himself in. Yeah, John, consent.
0: Learn about it. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Sorry. Mr. OnlyFans. Bleep means bleep. (laughs) Beep (laughs) up. Dark underbelly. All right, whatever. They didn't scare us. All right, let's move on to the next one here. Blade Runner. (laughs) Is that the beginning of the ride? Or the beginning of your OnlyFans? Both. Yes, both. My pick. Licensed it. I thought this ride would be gonna get sprayed with sunblock before it took off this feels like loop. close very
2: close oh no I was going a different direction no oh I didn't go anywhere you put that in your stop. own head stop you are guilty stop. for who you imagined I meant. I didn't know. alright Blade Runner 1982
0: I don't need to point out who directed these films and what they were about right I mean maybe, maybe to some extent Star Wars everybody knows mm-hmm. uh, Blade Runner mm-hmm. we've talked about many times obviously from Ridley Scott a yeah, film mm-hmm. that was uh, written based on a, a book by Philip K. Dick. Starring Harrison Ford, Rutger Hauer, uh, hmm. a bunch of other people. Hmm. Set in the future dystopian uh, Los Angeles of uh, of 2019. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. So in this movie, we've mm-hmm. got androids. Now, unlike R2-D2-C3PO, these folks look like real people. They're indistinguishable, but for mm-hmm. some tests they can do. Some sort yeah. of quasi-touring test that they're able to, or mm-hmm. <laughs> reverse-touring test, I guess. No, I guess it is a touring test of sorts. I think so, um, yeah. The most bizarre test, right? Though so it's like you see a tortoise on its back in the sun. <laughs> what do you do? What's a tortoise? Yeah, it's a turtle. Is it? Why did you say turtle then? <laughs> but anyway, these things. All right. So, how, how do these things come to be? They're created by the Terrell Corporation, as far as I can recall. Right? This this company. Right? They're, they're built. It's a it's a business. Hmm. Um. And they're they're designed for service, right? And, and there's a lot of illusions or mentions or just straight up. Uh, dialogue that says they're slaves they're built to be slaves yeah mm-hmm. um, yeah. yeah they're, they're laborers
2: mm-hmm. right yeah. they, they mm-hmm. do tasks that that they humans would rather not do yeah.
0: whether they're and whether they're good or bad i think we could say neither because it seems that the thrust of the story and and, and this is right is that they become so human-like that a Mm -hmm. certain group of them are like, I'm not doing this shit. You can't just enslave Mm -hmm. us and make us work for nothing and not have any other life. And they
2: rebel. That's the scary part of artificial intelligence is, yes, it's artificially intelligent, but at what point does it become artificially evolved to actually have its own conscience and therefore decide Mm -hmm. what to do with said intelligence? And Mm -hmm. that's what happened in Blade Mm -hmm.
0: Runner. It's interesting to think about C-3PO and R2-D2. They seem satisfied with their as a would say, lot in life. I mean, they yes, you know they their do. role. Yeah. And regardless of the fact that he yeah. seems very self-aware, there's something that governs his, I guess, willingness to be free of, you know, a life <laughs> beyond his yeah.
2: programming. I, I always kind of felt yeah. that like 3PO, especially simulated sentience, but likely mm. was not actually sentient. Yeah, Because in order to do the translation and the assistant work, you have to be congenial and you have to know customs and stuff. So you have to appear to be aware and awake. And I'm not, Mm -hmm. I'm not certain he ever was, which is why he probably was not like, I'm not doing this. He's like, Oh sure. Whatever. Master Luke, right. He's often doing Mm -hmm. it no matter what. Yeah.
3: Yeah. But that, that doesn't account for his, um, Playful banter with R two D two. He gets really grumpy <laughs> with R two. You know, well, well, I'm not going yeah. with you. Like he has these Chat GPT times tells where jokes. He, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Uh, I think John's on He onto can something, get a little yeah. ornery, a little like and frustrated. Yeah, and, but like we're, yeah, we'll talk yeah.
0: about jet, or you know jet, Chat GPT. Like John's pointing out, because of deep learning, mm-hmm. it just observes patterns. So if he observed okay. under this All circumstance, right. a human would get upset and pissed yeah. off. Right. He could be yeah. programmed to do that too. Let's try to okay. do that. Mm-hmm. So I appear
2: more human. Yeah. yeah.
3: Maybe only with another droid. Maybe that's mm. allowed. Well, yeah. It's it's okay to do that with mm. with droids.
2: Right. Mm. That's an interesting question,
0: John, Yeah, you know, whether these mm. these are you know, I guess uh, sentient. Yeah. I guess that would be the question. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, you've pretty clearly established that the that the replicants in Blade Runner are sentient oh, because oh, they yeah. chose mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. rebel against the thing that they their lot in life they were programmed to do, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah in, in a way that droids don't
0: yeah. And then the further yeah. motivation of these characters, as you guys know, in the film is to extend their life. They know they have a short life. It's like right. seven years or something. Yeah. And they want to live longer. They want to be alive. So this, neat, this uh, you know, interest in self-preservation that is, you know, I, don't, I don't want to say it's specific to humans, but it's specific to biological beings in the very least. Yeah, they have. Yeah. And it's a strong drive, yeah.
2: That goes right to Asimov's Three Rules of Robotics, really. Mm, okay. When it comes down to it. When you could start violating those, mm-hmm. you probably mm-hmm. read Asimov, iRobot and stuff like yeah. that, right? You know what I'm talking about? I know I one love- is not to kill
0: humans or hurt humans. I don't remember right. that. Too. Right. It's,
2: it's effectively I don't that, I don't. I haven't memorized them, but whatever they are, like one of them is that you must do what a human says. Mm. Mm-hmm. And then the next is you must protect humans at all costs. Mm-hmm. And the third is that No, it's the other way around. But with the last one is do what humans say, but not if it violates the previous two laws, which are not to do harm, not to allow humans to come to harm through your inaction. And the third is you must do what humans say, unless it violates one of the other two.
0: Right.
2: Um, And so when, so Asimov thought those up and everybody uses them in all kinds of science Hmm. fiction all the time. And they're starting to become applicable because right now AI does what we tell it to without a consideration as to whether or not it's causing any harm. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, they just skipped the laws of robotics entirely. They didn't listen to Asimov. Right.
0: <laughs> yes. And that we're, yes. And look, let's get through these films. And uh, yeah, that's uh, some, mm-hmm. something yeah, that yeah. came across mm-hmm. multiple times. All right, number mm-hmm. three here, and doing these in chronological order from the decade Tron, nineteen eighty two. Oh, so it seems to me, right? So the, in, in the story Tron, I guess again, again, the folks really need to know about this. But the the, the bottom line is, you've got this <laughs> character uh, played by Jeff Bridges, who works at a game mm-hmm. making video games and this uh, other character played by David Warner steals is stealing the games from him and taking credit for mm-hmm. the games. That's right. So mm-hmm. Jeff Bridges, his character's out and now he wants to try to prove uh, that these games were stolen from him. Meanwhile, mm. this character, David Warner's character, the program that he uses for these nefarious ends has grown beyond uh, what he intended. Mm-hmm. And now it's going mm-hmm. out yep. and uh, hacking government computers and <laughs> t- taking uh-huh. personnel files for, you know, like uh Uh, oppo research against employees it's doing all kinds of crazy (laughs) shit it wasn't programmed to do
2: didn't didn't they say in the film that the mcp started out as banking software and then gradually became more aware and more capable i think i remember that i think you're right yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) and and it got a little smarter and a little smarter until oops yeah aware and so finally when (laughs) jeff bridges
0: is you know goes to the office he's been fired Or he quit. He goes back to the company where MC, where the mm-hmm. MCP exists, and in, in it's David Warner character is, and his friends still work to try to get this again. You know this this uh, file that will show that he his uh, his ideas were stolen. Mm-hmm. MCP uses a laser to scan him and get him into the into mm-hmm. the computer world. So yeah, so again, looking at these things, how uh, Dillinger, like I mentioned, Dillinger is the character David Warner plays. He created it, but it, it it's it's what we'll learn is referred to today would be called super intelligent. That it mm-hmm. has the ability to learn on its own. It doesn't need to do deep learning anymore like chat GPT. It's got enough. Now it just starts uh-huh. figuring stuff out. Oh. own, making its own deductions and so on mm-hmm. and so forth. Originally it was created, like John said, something benign. Is it bad, mm-hmm. good or bad? It's bad by
2: the end. Oh, it's definitely <laughs> bad. Well, it's terminating programs, but beyond that, it wants to terminate programs, people that are filling the role of programs. It's willing to murder. Yeah. Yeah. Right.
0: I mean, it's got a human yeah. scanned in there, which again, we don't even we didn't yeah. even question the ability to, to do that. But somehow, the physical form is pulled yeah. into the computer and is digital. Then, and his body is mm-hmm. gone, and
2: oh, whatever. It's like a transporter. You, you materialize and dematerialize. Yeah, it just yeah. it just instead of rematerializing, they're left in the computer. I I bought it because I bought Star Trek. Oh, there Why you not? go.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, when I saw this, when I was you know ten or eleven in the movie theater, whenever it came out in eighty two, I guess I'd be at eleven. Beaming. I was scared. I was scared of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and maybe not specifically being scanned and put into a video game, but the idea that this computer could trap you somehow. And maybe it's because I had already seen Demon Seed a few years earlier, <laughs> or maybe a few yeah. months earlier on TV. I mean, it came out in the late seventies. Oh,
2: and the MCP yeah. has that big, stretched oh, yeah. out, human-y deformed face yes. that you wouldn't certainly want wouldn't want impregnating you. No, certainly uh, see when the Demon <laughs> Seed comes into play. Oh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, and any, any character that David <laughs> Warner played in the 80s, yeah. I was
2: scared of. Oh, that makes sense.
0: <laughs> uh, speaking of getting being scared, Superman 3, which came out in 1983. Now, this is a, mm. this is, as the Supermans went on, they got I, lesser and lesser in quality. Yeah, yeah, I know
3: I saw it, but I really don't
0: remember it. <laughs> All right, well, just to, yeah. for any of the folks that are in the same boat like you, of course, we've got Christopher Reeve returned. You even had Marco yeah. Kidder a little bit in it. But in this mm-hmm. one, he goes, but Superman goes back, or Clark goes back to Smallville for a reunion. So we're introduced, okay. introduced to Lana Lang for a first time, played by Annette O'Toole, who I was in love mm. with. Oh, I still in love with her. Oh, yeah. Uh, and a bunch of other folks, including uh, Jackie Cooper, Mark McClure back. But most importantly, Robert Vaughn plays the villain this time. And he okay. gets assistance by another character played by Richard Pryor, who yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: somehow, I'm trying to remember how he, he starts I, off. Like he's like, doesn't know much about anything. Mm-hmm. But he he comes up with this idea of creating a, a a computer program that just steals like three cents off of every oh, transaction. Even more huh. so, it's uh-huh. fractions uh-huh. of oh, cents. Fractions Will. of cents. It's, it's yes.
2: Rounding. Oh, think right. it would it's round rounding, fractions right. of cents. Right. Okay. Yeah, exactly. And so you had to get an even cent, and rather than rounding up, they always round down and just scraped right. off the it, fractional cents. Yeah. And over time, yeah. this oh. would be
0: millions of dollars, would be the
2: idea, right? Okay. Yeah
0: which also mm-hmm. winds up being the plot of office space. I think they, they, office
2: space, of course, I knew you were going by there. That. Yeah, if inspired. you didn't, oh. I would yeah. <laughs> but they even call it out. Isn't that, yeah, this I sounds a lot so, like yeah. super band three, yeah.
0: <laughs> but somehow Richard Pryor goes from being like, I don't know. He doesn't, he's not very bright to being like a computer genius because not only does he figure out how to do this, but he wants up building a supercomputer yeah. for Robert Vaughn. And eventually this <laughs> computer, again, just like we're talking about with the Tron grows beyond its initial, uh, you know, uh, sort of uh, programming. Mm-hmm, it becomes mm-hmm. uh, sentient and evil, and by the end, one of the most horrifying things it does—if you remember this—this this is one of those things indelibly uh, etched in, in uh, Gen Xer's mind—is mm. the computer. While while Superman is in the midst of fighting the supercomputer, because that's what it fights as a bad guy at the end of this movie, it's really just a terrible fucking movie. Yeah. The oh, computer, yeah. meanwhile, since you can scan Superman and determine its weaknesses, is now creating Kryptonite and creating all this kind of shit that it could throw at Superman. Oh, uh, while right. Superman is fighting it, it takes. Uh, Robert Vaughn's, uh, I think she plays his sister, she takes it into the computer, stitches metal on it, inserts wires mm-hmm. into her body, and very quickly in this horrifying animation, makes her into us like a, I would say cyborg, except I don't think any aspect of her is in charge anymore.
2: I think she was gone, yeah, like they scanned her and oh. used her to, to make this crazy AI housing. Yeah, yeah.
0: I must
3: have blocked this out.
2: <laughs> that, did that scare you though? It didn't scare me. I think it was too. It didn't scare me so much. It was horrifying, disturbing. disturbing. What, disturbing. Like, what was it? Okay, it was too laughably bad for me to be disturbed by it.
0: Yeah, you mm-hmm. know, it's like mm-hmm.
2: some horror movies are so bad. You ever watch a super low budget horror film and like that's not scary? That's clearly Kero yeah. syrup. I'm that's not pretty worried. Pretty much
0: all the 80s. Yeah, <laughs> that's what Superman
2: Three was like. I'm like, I, there's no stakes here because it's so ridiculous that yeah. I not yeah. even the yeah. even the Vera robot didn't. They're like, nah. Superman will kill it. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> All right, then I'll scare you with this.
0: War Games, nineteen eighty
2: three. Yes, right, you will. Right, uh, yeah. Interestingly Uh-oh. enough, I'll
0: just point out. Look, you know, you know the stars: Matthew Roderick, Dabney Coleman, John Wood, Ali mm-hmm. Sheedy. But it was directed by John Badham. And I point that out because he also directs a later film in our list here that also features an AI. But War Games, of course, the uh, like say the antagonist in the film is Whopper, a, a, com- yeah. a yeah. computer that's created by the military to help. Uh, defend us in the event of a nuclear uh, war mm-hmm.
1: the,
0: the, from the very beginning. I'm scared of this movie because if you remember the very beginning is this <laughs> test to see if the human soldiers will launch a nuclear attack on Russia because they've been yep. told the first scene we're under attack. You've have to launch this. Right. And it turns out it's yeah. a test and they fail it. They can't do it. <sighs> they can't do it. Uh, but that alone, uh, because yeah, by yeah. then again, we've talked about this many times but by 1983, I was already scared that we, that this was going to be a real possibility. I want to say the day after came out in 83 as well. Maybe it came out in 82, but it was around the same time. Ooh, apocalyptic. So I was already scared by that possibility. Before you even get to the end where it seems like we really are going to be in a nuclear war. Uh, just like we talked about, I guess, with these, it was created to do something good, protect us. Good or bad, mm-hmm. it's really neutral. It just had a job
2: to it, do. Realistically, it's because it was intelligent enough. It's artificial intelligence. Yeah. It both created the problem and in a mm-hmm. way- Solve the problem for us too mm-hmm. by right. mm-hmm. determining there was no way to win; therefore, not play. Right? So, right.
3: yeah, you could yeah. say
2: Whopper was so hyper intelligent that he actually fixed his own problem. We yeah. we had to nudge him in the mm-hmm. right direction, right? But he was also <laughs> the one that saved the day. You know,
0: right? Matt's brought had a yeah. nudge him yeah. in that tic tac toe yes. direction. Right? Exactly.
2: Right, right, right. But yeah. you're right. Mm-hmm.
0: But it, just like we talk about with these other AIs that have to do deep learning. It just hadn't had the right uh, exposure to uh, you know the patterns necessary to mm-hmm. learn
2: that. And to your point, I think it had no real motives and it probably was not sentient either. Mm. So it was neither good nor evil. It was doing exactly as it was okay. programmed to. Yeah. But You're it right. was thinking it was thinking beyond its programming certainly, but it, I don't think it was aware that it was an entity necessarily. It just, looked yeah, like a dumb computer, true. but yeah, a smart you're right. computer. Yeah. He wasn't
0: doing it out of self-preservation or something. Like mm-hmm. that. Right. And just as an interesting side note, because I think it's really cool. So John Wood, who plays a Falcon, the, the professor who, oh, I, I guess oh, I yeah. didn't mention uh-huh. this. So we talk about how uh, Whopper was created, just like we're talking about the other ones. It was created by Dr. Falcon, who was a AI specialist who
2: mm-hmm. created this uh, right.
0: computer. John Wood also does the voice of Whopper. Mm. And what they yep. did was, is they that's had cool. him say the words for the sentence out of order. So as a human, we would add natural inflection if we were to say the words in order. So they had him say them backwards. He would read the script backwards. And then they added some effects to make him, you know, have that uh, particularly uh, Mm -hmm. uh, sort of uh, modulated sort of uh, computery voice.
3: Yeah. How about a nice game with Jess? <laughs> this is about as polar opposite as you could get from the replicants, like in Blade Runner. It's, it's um... <laughs> You're not
0: being fooled if a giant room of a computer shows up? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> right, we got to do the test of the sky. You see a tortoise flipped over on its back in the sun.
1: What is a tortoise? It's like a turtle. Why didn't you say turtles?
0: <laughs> yeah, you're not gonna be fooled by a cray computer or whatever. Not
3: that anybody could no. be fooled. That's not what I meant. Oh, I just okay. meant, you know, it's it's yeah, like there's there's no attempt at it being anything
0: really human-like. It just like you said, yeah. it oh, had no. a right, job. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It it's had terrific. a job. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Speaking about human. an attempt to be human-like, <laughs> let's talk about the Terminator from 1984. Mm-hmm. Again, you folks know what this film is. Of course, starring Arnold mm-hmm. Schwarzenegger, Linda Hamilton, mm-hmm. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. Michael Bean, uh, directed by directed and written by James Cameron, of course, who recently warned us about AI today. He's like, I made a movie about this shit. Stop <laughs> the ChatGPT yes. already. Yes. <laughs> uh, how did Terminator come to be? Because he's a he's a AI. He's a robot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cyperdyne created Skynet, right, and then Skynet. Creates the Terminators. That's what I recall. Which then—that's correct. They, yeah. Or killing humans mm-hmm. in the present day, but also they, you know, create this uh, ability to time travel and send uh, some Terminator mm-hmm. a Terminator back to affect uh, mm-hmm. its uh, its history in the present time.
2: Well, it uses that yeah. time travel as a tool yeah. to improve its position in the war, which is yeah. why it went back yeah. in time to yeah. to go and lead. I, I need to kill this person before he becomes the one who is turning the wages of the war. For the humans, let's just get rid of it. when he's a kid. Which is so. a cool idea. I love that idea. Uh, what that's is a good he? It's well,
3: He exists. I love that idea of going back <laughs> and
2: killing kids. It's a super <laughs> idea. <laughs> well, it, is, it assumes a certain type of time travel yes. that assumes that you can't right. affect the present by going to the past, right. as opposed to the version of time travel, where if I go to the past, yeah. I'm just creating a new fork that doesn't affect my own reality. So that's exactly a closed loop time travel?
3: Yes. I'm mm-hmm. trying to remember what that's yep. called, but it's yep. really not, so. it's not valid. From what I remember.
0: Uh, look, he's, he, he exists at least as far as we can tell. And this, this raises a question for me, John, like you were saying about whether these things are really truly sentient or not. It seems like he exists for one purpose, mm-hmm. is to kill, to assassinate. Mm-hmm. Now, ultimately in the franchise, he is becomes more human over time. So maybe that speaks more to the its ability to either its intelligence level or its programming, and maybe not necessarily that it's sentient. Mm-hmm. I wonder if one of the aspects of being sentient is self-preservation because he doesn't seem he cares about if he's going to die so much as he gets right. the mission done.
2: I, I, I don't think you're absolutely right about the evolution of the Terminator, specifically the one T-800 that we follow throughout the franchise. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. I would say played by Schwarzenegger. They're all played by Schwarzenegger. They're all, <laughs> they all look like him. But my point right. is that serial number
0: <laughs> that yeah. came back
2: in the yes. initial film, he does learn. He learns from people. He learns from his environment and yeah. he turns the tide. He decides he's actually he doesn't like his programming and he decides he wants to protect rather than kill.
0: Uh-huh. Was he scary?
2: Oh, yeah. yeah, Hell yeah. yeah Especially sure. in the first one. Are you kidding? Yeah, the first one, yeah.
0: Yeah.
3: Definitely scary in the first one.
0: Yep. Oh, yeah. He's essentially like Michael yeah. Myers or Jason. He's just this
3: really mm-hmm. oh, right. faceless
2: uh, pur- mm-hmm. you know, yeah. uh, killer. Emotionless. Persistent. Persistent. Yep,
3: unstoppable.
2: Yeah, unstoppable. Yeah. I almost yeah. said a mindless killer, yeah. which is mm-hmm. a contradiction of what we're talking about, which is artificial <laughs> intelligence. Yes. Right? But- he certainly can think he has intelligence, yeah. but his motives are not his own. His motives are his programming yeah. in a way that Whopper is also. He yeah. has no motives of his own other than to complete the task at whatever yeah. cost until, again, he learns later and changes. But yeah. so in a way, mm-hmm. he's kind of mindless AI who's tearing out a task. I would argue he's sentient later. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. I say,
0: yeah cut, skip forward to the most uh, recent one. He's living a life, having
2: a wife and a family mm-hmm. or whatever. It's just mm-hmm.
0: Carl's draperies. <laughs> yeah. It's just <laughs> great. <laughs> that movie was pretty good, but it, yeah, that was, that was, <laughs> a, that was a cool take. I like that part of it anyway. Mm-hmm. Oh, all right, here, here's a film that I'm, I'm guessing you probably haven't seen. Cause I, I don't remember. I mean, I, I, I shouldn't say that. I remember it. I've seen it, but okay. uh, uh, I'm going to tell you most of what I can tell you is because I just read it recently on the internet. Electric <laughs> okay. dreams from 1984. Never heard. This uh, stars Lenny von Dolan, who you'd, if you, and I hope I'm saying his name right. Unfortunately, he passed away not too long ago, but if you, if you see his face, you'd recognize him in a moment, very attractive looking gentleman who has, I don't know, he got a very specific uh, look and uh, I associate it with that film and other things since where he's just easily identifiable because it's a uh, very distinguished looking gentleman. But anyway, it stars him and, and a young Virginia Madsen and they are a part of a love triangle that includes a computer Oh, uh, that's voiced by Bud. Court.
2: I don't know if I've seen the movie, but I can remember the box cover at my local blockbuster. Okay, yep. That's like a neon outline of a PC on yep, this black yeah, background. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And I think mm-hmm. In some
0: versions, it has the human, like, couple, like, kissing or going to kiss mm-hmm. over that. Right, yeah, Something yeah. Something like Got that. behind
2: or over, right, yeah. yeah, Yep.
0: I think so, yeah, yeah. Huh. And- How the computer comes to be is, so this character, I don't remember what he does, but he gets, he needs a home computer for what he does. So he gets a computer and then he winds up Mm -hmm. buying a bunch of accessories and uh, peripherals for the computer that he doesn't need, but he just keeps enhancing it. And again, Mm -hmm. it's it's still just a computer until Mm -hmm. one day because he's hooked up all this stuff to it. It starts smoking and overheating and to put, to cool it down or put out a potential fire, he dumps champagne on it. And now, from this oh, moment okay. forward,
2: I have seen this. Oh no!
0: <laughs> from this moment forward, this computer now is self-aware. It's uh, sentient. Mm. I, I don't because know because of champagne. It's okay. the bubbly, it's an <laughs> <laughs> and the computer. Uh, and it, so, so the, the main character here, Miles, that I was mentioning, he falls in love with Virginia Madsen's character, Madeline, and so does the computer. So it's this love triangle where the computer's <laughs> yeah. trying to thwart, thwart the uh, yeah, of efforts of, of the man to court the woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, ultimately, he concedes, uh, you know, and <laughs> lets the man have his uh, <laughs> you know, chance at romance. I and, hope this
3: is a comedy. This is a comedy. It seems to right?
0: uh, self-emolate. What is the word? Self-emolate. Is that the word? The computer oh. sends out like a Burn bolt itself. of like electricity throughout like the world. And it Emily. arcs back. Yeah. And comes back. Okay. And, and seems to kill himself. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know? Okay. The tag okay. on the end of the movie is: while these uh, two new lovers are now at a beach, I think they hear over the radio the voice of the of the computer saying, "This song goes out
2: to my you know two friends." <laughs> I don't remember that being scary, yeah, but when no. you think about it, the implications of it are scary. Yeah. I'm
3: curious. I'm not going to add it to my watch list, <laughs>
2: Don't. do No. You're yeah. Dead. I'm not. I'm, I don't think you need to.
0: Yeah. And again, no. I don't remember watching it. I know I did. I know it was one of those rentals Mm -hmm. that my friends and I in the early 80s got. Oh, yeah. Because it seemed like a cool idea. But, um, (laughs) and again, and this is me just probably, uh, you know, sort of uh, retconning my own memory. I have visions of demon seed, but I just talk about this now. And that left (gasps) an indelible mark (laughs) being trapped with a computer in your house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And that computer, that demon seed to impregnate her, it had like a robotic. Oh, no. No. armature I'm out yeah, armature thanks John I couldn't clean it up fast enough I was, armature
2: <laughs> I was I was just a second too late <laughs> <laughs> we were both loading speaking of computers I, <laughs> this is okay. disturbing <laughs> alright uh, right,
0: here we go please accept deposits.
2: <laughs> oh the ATM again I'm not responsible for what you put in your head I just say well, what no, I say. accepting a deposit, that sounds not my like an ATM. I cleaned it
0: up. I made it
2: a sure a money. Let's a say bank, it was. That's usually.
0: fine. Whatever. That's All right. Do you guys remember the movie Daryl from 1985?
2: Yes, it's an acronym with dots in it, right? It's a kid. <laughs> oh. <laughs> As most acronyms too. And, yeah. and some people call those
0: periods. Or uh, I don't know. I mean, in the cover
2: art, it was D period A period. I yes,
0: that's know. exactly right. See? Yes. <laughs> it's for data analyzing robot youth life form. It's about a uh, mm. an AI that's built to look like uh, a ten year old boy, and it does. And uh, mm. it's built by okay. the military for military purposes. But ultimately, its creator has a second thoughts about it and frees Daryl. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't. Daryl, as a you know, as he's escaping, et cetera, and so on and so forth, does not remember his his origins or his history. And somehow Uh through some chain of events is ultimately adopted by two humans who who are raising him then as his own son. Of course, the government comes looking for him at some point and hilarity ensues. Why
3: is anyone designing a 10 year old boy for the military? I don't remember. (laughs) I I didn't
0: look into it enough, but I know it was, it says it was the experiment was intended to produce a super soldier. Okay. Maybe maybe they thought he would come out Mm. more done. (laughs) It's like when you open the microwave too soon. He wasn't finished yet. He had to fully r- rise. Yeah, no, yeah. Ah, shit. Needed yeah. another minute. Well, you, you know, you got to, you got to wait till there's two seconds between the pops and then you take him out. Look, he's just a kid now. <laughs> well,
2: it's not crazy because if you're going to make a killer robot, yeah. not that Daryl was a killer robot, but okay. if you're going to make something that could potentially be dangerous, yeah, make it something that an enemy would hesitate to destroy. Yeah. Something disarming. It's like, it's like right, I'm going to kill you, I'm going to kill you. I'm just a little kid. And then you're like, mm. wait a minute. <laughs> and then a yeah. the gun pops out of yeah. its chest. <laughs> armature, oh. if you will. Please accept this deposit. This little kid hit puberty. <laughs>
0: oh, God. I don't know if we can say that all in the
2: same sentence. I'm just, oh, no. I'm just trying to think of a new meaning for the acronym Daryl, but I can't do it quickly enough. So, no. We'll add it Thank
3: goodness. I'm thanking goodness. That he send it to me later. I'll <laughs> yeah, add I'll it. Yeah, send it later. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we'll see it later. Yeah,
0: so, we know how he was created again. His program initially was part of this military program. Uh, I guess, in a sense, I don't say he was. You like, can't say a military thing is neither good or bad. It, again, like Whopper, it has mm. a purpose
1: mm-hmm. to protect himself. Oh, yeah. okay.
0: yep. Scary? Sure. No, he was yeah. a little kid. In the movie, I remember being sad and tragic. Yeah. He
2: was like a good little kid, too. He was sweet, yeah. as I recall. And I think yeah.
0: ultimately he finds out he's a robot, and that's when the real heartbreak begins. Mm-hmm. You know? Wow. It's kind of right.
2: like the androids in. The, Uh Blade Runner.
0: Uh, Mm -hmm. Okay. Just in Mm -hmm. passing, I was going to mention this uh, because there was a film that came out in the 1980s and featured this very popular AI, The Transformers. There you Hmm. go. And we're moving on. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, (laughs) I don't remember how they were created. I know they're in Cybertron. There's an AllSpark involved. I, I don't... We probably got huh. the. It's origin. an entirely
2: different planet. There's a planet of Transformers. Yeah, uh, Meg- Megatron. That's not right. That's Cybertron. Not right. Cybertron. I, I, I'm not a Transformer fan. Cy- Cybertron. Yeah. So they're on their own huh. planet, and it was there was war on planet, and they kind of left. Right. I think that's what I recall.
0: Yeah, and the movie. Yeah. Okay. Cybertron some crazy backstory. is taken over by the Decepticons, <laughs> who are from a different planet. Uh-huh. And then they're trying that to fight right. to get it back. That and then they go to right. Earth for resources. And then the, okay. the movie oh, the takes place.
2: Transformers already. super fans are listening and seething right I'm now. I'm sorry. Look, Somebody's I said yelling. Like- <laughs> That's why
0: we're just passing this one up. We'll mention it because right. it exists.
2: <laughs> and as far as good or
0: bad, we've got both of them. Are they scary? Mm. No, it's just like kind a fun thing. Although I mm. think they do oh, kill yeah. Optimus okay. Prime in the movie, which is really devastating. And mm. uh, he comes back as heart, something heart wrenching. Yeah. Yeah. Especially because he's a cab over, right?
2: Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Even more importantly.
0: Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Finally, let's talk about Short Circuit. As I mentioned, uh, John, uh, or teased mm. earlier, John Batham also yeah. directed this one, who directed War yeah. Games. Yes. Yep. Now, mm-hmm. this is not unlike uh, Electric Dreams in the sense that this is a combination almost of a few films here, right? You've got this robot that's created for military purposes. In fact, we see a demonstration mm-hmm. of these mm-hmm. robots. Yeah. Series Johnny's one through five. I think five mm-hmm. is the last one. And they're demonstrating their powers of, of, of uh, you know protecting uh, the U.S. interests with mm-hmm. lasers and red eyes—scary stuff. But <laughs> well, then this one in particular, instead of being doused with a bottle of champagne, is struck by lightning while yes. you know outside recharging or something, and becomes uh-huh. self-aware. Yes, gains human intelligence, uh, <laughs> and, and just you know not unlike the androids of Blade Runner, has an interest now in you know self-preservation and, and having a, a mm-hmm. life beyond its initial programming.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, I so bet it, did, it was that computer blue lightning bolt making its way around the world. Hit Johnny five on its ooh, way back. Pull it all together. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And that computer in electric dreams is referred to itself as Edgar, I think. So now Edgar's in Johnny no. five. Oh, yeah, so it could okay. infect
2: him with sentience, right? That yeah. otherwise ooh, he'd pass had from, it on. So basically <laughs> it's like secondhand sentience is what Johnny five got.
0: <laughs> Second sentience. Yes.
2: <laughs> what? Nothing. Just what? Not, nothing. They got nothing to say. <laughs> That's Will's face when he's discarding <laughs> things he wants to <laughs> say, but he's, of, he's decided better of it. <laughs> combination of really much trouble.
0: We had Jesus getting captured in a Ghostbusters uh, containment unit or something. <laughs> we Ghost didn't travel. have <laughs>
1: that. Yeah. Uh,
0: so military and lightning created him. His again, initial program was for war. And then ultimately he wants to do whatever. Good or bad. He was, you can't say he's bad. He just had a, a mission and now he's becomes
2: Wait. benevolent, hmm. I guess, or certainly neutral. I
3: thought he was... Kind of cute,
2: <laughs> definitely cute. Yeah, yeah. he's mostly mostly just about self-preservation, right? I mean, he's not—he yeah. doesn't have yeah. any motives other than he just wants to be, right? Yes. He just wants yeah. to be alive and dance. I yes. remember him dancing too. Nice
0: software, Stephanie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he reads really fast. And he wants to hang out with El Barge. All right, those are movies.
2: <laughs> is that your whole list? Is that is yeah. that it? Because I have an honorable mention. Oh yeah, there were Ooh. honorable. Mentions. Did I do an you honorable got? mention. I had some too. What do you got? I was thinking about all your criteria about. You know, its motives, is it sentient? Are we afraid of it? Does it have, you know, all those things. And not a robot, but an AI. Yeah. I think about weird science. Oh. Okay. Wow, yeah. Created by the boys, Mm -hmm. accidentally. Mm -hmm. Well, on purpose, but I mean, accidentally did well. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Mm
2: -hmm. And uh, she's clearly appears to be sentient in that her motives are to kind of guide the boys down the right path, even Mm -hmm. though Mm -hmm. she was created for nefarious purposes. Mm Mm-hmm. And certainly was not afraid of her at all. Do you think that qualifies? Is she AI? Even though she was, she was created accidentally like computer blue. You know, I don't know that we can really
0: say, I mean, Mm -hmm. she seems to be biological, but she, yeah, she was created out of nothing or maybe a Barbie doll. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, we don't really. She didn't come about through
3: the the normal means. That's what I was thinking too.
0: (laughs) No right, um, okay. yeah. bone shaker. Yeah, yeah she right. didn't ride
2: down on the <laughs> hot wheels, all kind of bone shaker or whatever. <laughs> well, I would say yeah. she was manufactured, right, uh-huh. in much the same way, or in the spirit of the way, as the replicants in Blade Runner. Right. Okay. She mm-hmm. is. She was designed for a purpose. Yeah. Not the one that the replicants were designed for, but she was created whole cloth to look like a human, to be as human as possible. But she had her own motives once she was. Fully realized. I
0: mean, that's right. yeah. Yeah. I guess my yeah. one oh, yeah. thing holding me back is, she's just seen like magic, right? I don't know. What is magic? Like, where does that even fit into this? Mm. Maybe we have to say magic is just outside of this because we're talking about <laughs> I guess. science. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. I don't know, but that's a neat. I think yeah. that's Well, neat. they they yeah. made it in a computer, so yeah. that counts. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. All I can remember is the, the wireframes and oh, they're yeah. deciding <laughs> proportions on the wireframe. <laughs> what does he
0: say? Go for the, hmm, what does he say? Oh, go for the knee shooters? I don't know what that
2: means, but okay. Well, they're trying to. The right.
0: wireframe is they're trying to decide about what size breasts to give her. right? Mm-hmm. So knee yeah. shoes mm-hmm. was like they're just because of gravity they're so bulbous that <laughs> all the way down. Yeah, down the knees. Yes, exactly. I see. Right. Why'd you make? You no. just made okay. me say that. You just want to make me say that. I, all right. So here, look. Today, let's talk. I, about I this. win. Let's talk about this. Briefly. So we were told to be fear AI, <laughs> and like I mentioned, James Cameron, even the you know one of the our, our, one of the uh, sort of our contemporaries as far as bringing AI into the zeitgeist of popular culture. Um, mm-hmm. it, it warned us, j- joined the chorus of actual scientists who have been warning lately about uh, a- AI coming to destroy all mankind. And so, and why are we even talking about it now? Because AI, as we mentioned, has been around for a long time in different ways, enhancing and helping uh, our lives in, in mm-hmm. ways that we have, we don't consider. I mean, even simple mm-hmm. things like doing a Google search or, or Netflix yes. or Amazon mm-hmm. recommending something to you. That's oh, AI yeah. doing that yeah uh, you know yep. and, and again ai is this idea yep. that we we take a software and we just feed it a bunch of examples of something and then it sees the patterns mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it could use them yeah. to predict what you might like or as the case with mm-hmm. chat gpt which again is which is why now we're talking about ai these days it could yeah. use it to mimic things like a book mm-hmm. a song uh, mm-hmm. some, uh, some scientific journal some scientists were were tricked by some journals written by chat gpt
2: so really? and so on and so forth. But that's all it's doing. It's just learning based on they, things. They look so time. right. That's the problem. It, yeah. They Ugh. mimic so closely without actually, absolutely being factual that you're like, yeah. oh, sounds right. Yeah, yeah, that's a
0: problem. So with chat TPT thrusting AI sort of into the forefront of discussion, because now and the other thing is, is, you know, we're talking about these things that's been available behind the scenes, running things. It's something that any human with a website can go on for free, type in a prompt and have a chat mm-hmm. generate something. And mm-hmm. there's, there's yeah. one Yep. You know, a chat GPT, you know, could do uh, t- mostly text driven things, but there's ones like yeah. mid journey that could do art and, and so on and yeah. so forth. And there's, yep. you know, all, all, all sorts of different ones. So now we had a bunch of scientists right. weigh in no on. No champagne required.
3: No, no champagne no required. No or champagne. I said, oh, no champagne. champagne required. I thought you said no shaming.
0: <laughs> wow. yeah. Oh, no, that's, that's required. So I'm like oh, on chat GPT, dark <laughs> underbelly. <laughs> Here's a link. So I want to see what that looks like. Oh, a link comes up, <laughs> uh, but p- part of the fears that folks have been raising are more practical and some horrifying. And I'll tell you why we don't have to necessarily worry about those. But the practical ones are just folks warning that maybe we're, we we got to slow down. In, in particular, because in, in the very in just a practical small sense, we could have AI putting millions of people out of work, inclu- including including uh, Goldman Sachs. Claim that some 300 million people could be, including designers, writers, video producers, and so on and so forth, could be affected by the use Mm. of uh, AI. But so you range from that to a more uh, maybe pressing concern uh, where folks like a a Swedish philosopher named Nick Bostrom posed that we may just have unintended, I think John alluded to this, unintended consequences that could hurt mankind if we don't have the right Mm -hmm. constraints like uh, Mm. Asimov's rules. He posed, mm-hmm. this A philosopher right. posed a famous thought experiment in which an AI created to maximize paperclip production destroys the world by converting all resources to paperclips.
3: Oh my, oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It doesn't have that. And, and I've
0: read some folks saying, well, sure. Mm-hmm. Then we'll say a thing that says, don't do it if it hurts humans. Okay, so then it destroys all plants mm-hmm. in, in order to accomplish right. something. Not realizing yeah. right. or not understanding the chain of events that leads to. Uh, mm-hmm. They're talking about how may, AI might need... Uh, might realize, oh, it needs certain power to uh, continue to get better and better. So it starts drawing power from different things. Nuclear power plants, now they're overheating. It causes, causes oceans mm-hmm. to boil, and then we're out of water, and so on and so forth. Uh, right. Yep. Anyway, it's the unintended uh, consequences, <sighs> it turns out, that we need to fear the most because we can plan for the Whopper situation where we can put a right. kill yep. switch in a computer and say don't launch nuclear weapons, or we can mm-hmm. even plan for the $300 million job loss, in a sense, by... Certain yeah. legislation, et cetera, to limit what uh, AI is allowed to do to preserve jobs for humans, but mm-hmm. if we can't predict because even the computer can't predict you know all mm-hmm. the
2: sort of chain of events, that's when dangers arise. Yeah. That's effectively the plot of the Star Trek episode, The Changeling,
0: mm. where they, we'd sent
2: <laughs> out this probe, yeah, and it's its programming got damaged, and ultimately right. its programming was to was to eliminate imperfection. Right. And when it came back and met us again, it's like, well, these humans are super imperfect. I want to destroy them all. Yeah. Right. So it just, what happened is it's artificial intelligence got, um, uh, tarnished, corrupted, yeah. if you will, you know, by a collision that it had. And what it salvaged out of it was, I'm going to continue to work, but I know I'm supposed to eliminate imperfection. So here we go. Yeah, you know, <laughs> we
0: were wow. Speaking about yeah. Star Trek. And although this happened in the 1970s, just at the end of the seventies, Star Trek, the motion picture. You know, what, Voyager mm-hmm. similar idea. That's, a,
2: that's that's a retread of that episode. That's oh, yeah, exactly, exactly. Oh, right. the Changely episode. The same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, they kind of mm-hmm. reused that script, but same idea. It was actually yeah. Voyager, and that's why Voyager. Yeah, 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 right. Spoiler and Changeling is much better than, oh. than Voyager. <laughs> The episode, mm-hmm. much better yeah. Me. Oh, by
0: far. But it turns out, so so these are some of the practical threats or, or, that we should be concerned about with regard to AI. But it turns out the real thing we mm. need to care about because they say AI is not going to be just like I, I realize that humans are the real cause of problems. Kill humans. That's not going to happen with AI. It's going to be these unpredictable kinds of uh, you know mm-hmm. collateral damage. What we need mm. to worry about is something that's actually AGI, which stands for artificial mm. general intelligence. Which is what we mm-hmm. refer to when we're talking about these, these films as super intelligence, which is something that mm-hmm. has uh, an intelligence that's similar to or surpassing humans in a sense that it doesn't need this deep learning anymore. It could just reason and adapt just as mm-hmm. we do. You know, we've got enough experience. I could take it from here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, the bad news is OpenAI CEO Sam Altman teased the possibility of super intelligent AGI that could go on to change the world or perhaps backfire <laughs> and
2: end humanity. Could go either way. Go either way. The,
0: <laughs> the good news, according to CNN from earlier this year, uh, said that uh, for the moment, AGI remains
2: purely hypothetical. So don't worry <laughs> too much about it. Yeah, that's the good news is that computers can't really still think for themselves. They need yeah. us to plug them in, program them, back them up because yeah. they are they're not resilient. They couldn't mm-hmm. take over until they learn to manage themselves with that yeah. general intelligence. That's scary. Now, tell I thought you, it was going to be adjusted mm-hmm. gross income and just they get all the money, but that's not what you meant. So. <laughs> this is going to rob us blind.
0: Hey, that was our show. Whew. Shut it down. Shut it down, cat Just like Whopper. Hmm? I just fed you guys with a bunch of tic-tac-toe. I want you to just now realize this podcast was futile and worthless <laughs> and you got to shut it down.
3: Our show is brought to you Please. every week without the use of AI yes. or AGI. Thanks in part to our early adopters like Rick Parker and Karen Fleeger. Shoot. Yep. Nice. We need some AI to be on top of that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> AI could predict that you were done with that list.
3: <laughs> and thank you especially to our secret of secret of our success level. Patreon supporters. Like John Henderson. Brandon <laughs> Brandon Greer. Brad Bowman. Go Brad. Waiting for the ding. There you go. Marcus Taylor. I changed cat
2: after two names. Oh, buddy.
3: Tony Great.
2: Deep learning.
3: You, I, I yes, I'm I'm learning.
2: So I'm this learning is like the Pavlovian learning. Patreon roster. What's going on here?
3: <laughs> Nick Guillory <laughs> Craig Coletta.
0: and Matt Marino. Thank you guys so much. We thoroughly appreciate your human support. Now I'm assuming that you are biological in nature. (laughs)
2: That's your assumption. They might not be.
0: Although their money is digital. So maybe I should, maybe some flags should be going up. Well,
3: if they want more flags to go up, they should go to the dark underbelly.
1: (laughs) That's
2: too far, Kat. That was too far oh listen <laughs> really? listen who's saying it's too, too far really listen who's I saying it's too far I know where the it's line is <laughs> well, it's, it's back there <laughs> I can see it from it's, here is it's there a fading. line I, 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 I can't even see it anymore fading so far. in the distance <laughs> where'd that line go right,
0: we will reset <laughs> next week with a new line <laughs> we talk to you again next time on 1980s Now
3: until that time
0: end of line